This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it because we are joined by Miss Sarah Frazier. David Yantif. David Yantif. Oh my God. We are getting into the holiday season. There's so much good tea. Um, yes, we have a lot to cover. And and oh, remind me, I got great messages. I'm sure you are too. I'm getting such amazing messages all across really? America, uh, America, the world about you and me collaborating. I have to shout really? out Linda, Linda from Michigan. She wants to do our marketing. Um, okay. Sarah, I love your podcast so much. Your voice is great and your personality shines through with David. Discovered you from behind the velvet rope and I love the chemistry that you and David have. You two are hilarious together and I want to have cocktails with you both. I think we'd be best friends if we live near each other, but I live in Michigan. Sad face. Well, not really sad face, but... I like Michigan. Oh my God. I like Michigan too. I go all the time because my husband's from West Bloomfield. That's where he grew up. I'm wishing you the best of luck on your fertility journey. Long story short, David, I'm now on a fertility journey. I might have to borrow your eggs. <sighs> You're eggs. on a fertility journey. I'm on a, a controversial weight loss journey, which lots right. of people love. Lots of people. Oh, and by the way, for everyone who has started the weight loss journey, a lot of I, I've actually people have started. People have come into the DMs. Guys, I get nothing out of this. This isn't a sponsored ad. And I have turned um, a bunch of people over to my uh, doctor nurse and um, they've started. So for everyone who started, may the power be with you. you. Guys. And, and okay. I stay out of it. I'm like, I don't want to impart my side effects on you. You do what you feel is right. And listen, she's not giving it to everyone. You have to really need it. So, but apparently I know some people that have started. So you're on fertility. I'm on weight loss. And um we like Michigan. Let me tell you, the guys in Minneapolis, top of the line, Sarah. Top really? of the line. You know what it is? Wait, are they hot? I don't, I, I never, I, I'm yeah. sorry, no offense to Minneapolis. I just never thought of them as like a hot spot for men. Really? You know what it is? I, it's the true blonde hair, blue eyes, and nice and doesn't realize how- oh hot they are like nice just nice but not too nice because they're hot but really nice and 
who doesn't love a blonde? We, we don't get blondes. I mean, I know I'm going to be in LA for, you know, Jen. we don't get blondes in New York. You know what I'm saying, girl? I, I know what you're saying. And it is true. I met my husband. He's a Midwesterner. I consider, you know, Minnesota, Minneapolis, kind of Midwestern, that Midwestern charm. They do have a very, um, they have a little bit of an innocence about them, you know? Yes. Very sweet, very kind of like, um, yes, it is that Midwestern way. And then I mean, my they, two, I was going to say, I, I, and then they meet us and we corrupt them. But I also love a little, you know, Salt Lake. I love a little Mormon. I've had some, I've had some interesting experiences. Oh, Lord, you Mormon. and I, well, uh, look, honey, those Mormons know how to get down. And speaking they of, I have, <laughs> they do. They are. Oh, well, man. It is like honey, tent off, honey. Exactly. When you're that repressed, oh, my Lord, you are ready to. Because mm -hmm. don't they have sex through a sheet sometimes? Mm -mm. They are ready to whip that sheet off. Mm -hmm. Honey, I, I listen, I don't know. I don't ask questions. Like when you're with me, I'm now, just what like, whatever sheets you've had before, oh. I don't want to know. Um, By the way, by the way, another epic listener. DM on my Instagram has the best theory about Jen Shaw and why the cast has not turned on Jen Shaw. It is talk to it me is because so good. okay, because Meredith Marks just did an interview and she said, "Listen, I love Meredith." She said, "I hope she's at the reunion." I'm just revealing. She said, "I hope she's at the reunion." Um, things are coming out. It'd be great if she answered. And she's like, it's sad. I'm sad for her. I'm sad for her family. I'm sad for, it's just, she said 360. It's just sad. So the cast has not turned on her. So go on. Let's hear okay, it. I will not reveal this person's name. Cause I don't know if she does want it out there, but she says, I love you and David together. It's so fun. I keep wanting to tell you, I don't get the Jen Shaw thing. I never thought she was likable. She throws tantrums when she doesn't get what she wants. And now she's a criminal. My theory on why she's being treated nicely. while Erica Jane has not is all about optics. A bunch of white women turning on Jen Shaw just ain't great. So they're choosing to side with her. I don't know. Sometimes I think to myself, God, Sarah, you're so dumb. Why didn't I think of this? I'm like, of course, that makes sense. Doesn't that make sense? Like what good would it be for those four cast members to gang up on her? It's probably just going to give her more empathy to Jen Shaw and they're right. Like, they don't even need to do it because they're going to continue on the show. So who cares? Isn't that genius? Do you think that's... Am I stupid? No, I, I'm, I'm taking it in. I... Or no. Or I, you know I, no, I mean, I have so much to say on that and I'm just biting my tongue on so much of it. But I don't disagree with that analysis per se. I think it's an interesting... I, I think it's interesting. I do. I think it's interesting. And now Wait, if I kept talking, then I'm going to get a whole bunch of hate. So I'm just going to keep some of my opinions to myself. But <clears> no, I mean, I think that could be, I still don't understand. And I like all the people that say, Erica's been with us longer. We don't really know Jen. I don't know. Isn't that, aren't we over that? And I still don't know why Coach Shaw is not getting the hate that Erica's getting. Because to me, he's the exact same. I, I don't I, I guess, I, yeah, I, I, I really don't get it. Wait, but do you, so do you think there's validity to what this listener is saying? Do you think that we're getting a... It's because uh, they're white and it's like, what? Like, we're not supposed to speak out against Jen? Is that what this person's saying? I don't know. I mean, I would think that that would be the case if, like, there wasn't a criminal case. Like, if, um, you know, like, obviously we saw all, you know, all the different you know people had a lot of feelings about um erica and rinna versus garcelle right or okay but i i don't know would people in a way i first now that i'm kind of thinking it through it's like but jen is a criminal and there are fan there are like dozens of victims who lost their savings like would people really accuse them of racism for someone that is a legit criminal. And I mean, her, remember Jen's assistant, the guy, the white guy, I mean, he's going to jail too for, I don't know how long. I mean, he admit he's the one that really turned on her, Stuart. Uh, I mean, Stuart's but, the uh, one that's uh, like, yeah, we, we've been criminals for 10 years. I mean. I feel I irate know. in the sense, it's like when I say like, I don't know 
I, I didn't like Garcelle last night or Nene leaks his loss. It was fucking bullshit. Okay. When I say statements like that, and then people try to say that I'm racist, then I'm like, Oh honey. So, I mean, I just think it's like, listen, I don't necessarily disagree with that statement, but at the same time, it's almost like, you know, this is why people are so angry in the world. You can't go around accusing everyone. Nene Leakes is lawsuit being bullshit that I think that has nothing to do with me being a racist. Do you know what I mean? But I don't necessarily disagree with that. I don't really necessarily think that that's true per se, but I love when people think and slip into our DMs. I still still don't understand it because Heather Gay also has just come out and said like, Jen is the show and losing her is going to be, I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, she's, but like Heather speaking at it, like, it's not like anyone's backtracking Meredith. I mean, I, what are maybe we going to do is when this weird. show is over? What's weird. And maybe for our listeners that live in Salt Lake city, but what is strange is like the LA times covers Tom and Erica 24 seven. Like they have to have a dedicated reporter or two every single week. There's a new Tom Girardi story. Okay. Jen Shaw has been a criminal for 10 years of laundering money, avoiding paying taxes, stealing from people, wire fraud. So where's the expose from, I don't know, you know, the Salt Lake City Times? Maybe there is one. Maybe there is one. I don't know. Yeah, what it is. What? Like, why isn't there a big, I mean, she's a longtime criminal. People love I mean, listen, from someone that has all these interviews, I can tell you, you'd be shocked at what really hits big and what the media, it, the bottom line is at the end of the day, this, the media cares about Beverly, the media. I'm not saying the blogs. I'm not saying me and you. I'm just saying People Magazine and the big guys, they just love talking about Beverly Hills. I, I mean, this is, this isn't, this is true. Like I could say, here's, here's my chat with Luann Deliceps, icon Luann. You know, eh, Roni, who the fuck is Roni? We don't care. Where's Brad Pitt and Leonardo? And oh, you got something on Lisa Rinna? They just, the mainstream media loves Beverly Hills. I mean, also, I think Tom being such a prominent lawyer in that exact community, probably. No, I think the world is kind of over. We care about Jen and the blogs care about Jen and the listeners will talk about. I don't think like the people magazines of the world would give a fuck. Yeah, I think they'd rather really? do an expose. Not as much. I swear to you, this isn't like my in my head. This is real, real. I've had the Salt Lake gals on the show. They're like, eh. At one point, they oh, I had this. Is, this is a direct quote from a major publication. At one point, they were like, "Don't shop your Salt Lake shit anymore unless it's Mary Cosby." Now, this is way back in the day when Grandfather Fucker and in the beginning, they were like, oh, "We don't care. Just call us about it. We don't care." You have Lisa Marlowe on. Who cares? I mean, to me, I'm, I, I guess you must be right. I'm just shocked. Like Daily Mail, like they've done, they did, like, they like got pictures of Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, which who the fuck gave two rips about them before this affair. And I mean, God, they, they like covered everything. I'm like, you're not telling me there's a ton of like red flags or maybe even partial celebrity of, cele- you're telling me one of those victims of Jen Shaw isn't loosely connected to a senator or something. I mean, well, find I that because more of a story there. Find that because this was GMA, which is partly why. And then you throw in a little Melrose Place, Andrew Shue. <laughs> this was, this was, you know, and then Robin Roberts and, you know, George Stephanopoulos. No, this one was, listen, I don't care about it. I did, some of your TikToks popped up, but you, you and the kids do TikTok. I know that Sarah Fraser has gone down a dark hole I with all it. this, you're boycotting GMA or whatever else you said. Um, so I know you're interested in that. No, I mean, look, I think when Jen is sentenced, I mean, look at the Chrisleys, it's all over the place. I think if Jen gets a huge sentence, which I still think, I mean, I don't know. I, I was saying seven years and now after the Chrisleys, I think maybe 10, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know everything, oh, I think it's but, um, you think it's going to be more, listen, I, I don't know. I, I don't no, know. I mean, I, the Chrisleys are going for a long time. I mean, Todd was sentenced to what? 11 years, 12, 12. Years? 12 years. I mean, you know, I mean, Todd's going to do six, like you and I have talked about. I mean, that is six birthdays, six Christmases. I mean, that is huge, you know, and, and I, I got to get down the rabbit hole too. You know, their daughter, their, um, 
granddaughter Chloe, that they yeah. adopted, Chloe, you know, her mom has come back into the picture and said, I'm going back for full custody. And I think she'll get it. I mean, I think if she can prove that she's taken steps to improve her life, you know, Chloe is going back probably. I don't know. Psycho- I don't know anything about child psychology. So somebody listening that's much smarter than I am knows that. But I, I just think. No, I think Jen, I think Jen's getting like 12 years and I think she's doing six like Todd because, but I don't know. Again, like, you know, it seems like once you got in the weeds of Todd Chrisley, he was very, very devious. Maybe they feel like Jen wasn't so bad. Maybe it was smaller crimes. Maybe I also think. Sadly, like if you're stealing from a bank or an institution, like they're going to fuck you, like they're going to get their money versus she stole from people that. You know, the holidays could be such a stressful time, especially for relationships, especially for new relationships. How many of you guys are meeting like your significant other's family for the first time this season? Oh my God, don't even get me started. Well, listen, I have help for you guys and it's called Paired. It's a relationship app for couples. It's perfect if you've been dating for years and years or you're just recently seeing someone. Here's how it works. You and your partner download the app, pair together, and Everyday Paired gives you questions and quizzes and games to have fun stay connected, and it really helps deepen your conversations. You can find out so much about your partner through Paired. It's simple, it's hilarious, and it's really addicting. I can't get off my Paired app. I spend way too many hours a day on this thing. So listen, whether you're just a few dates in or have been together a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Velvet to get a seven-day free trial and 20% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to PAI red.com slash velvet to sign up today connect with your partner every day using pair a happier relationship starts here but all the reasons why the chrisleys have a pretty hard sentence you show no remorse you show gross wealth on the show and just substitute jen and substitute and jen listen I, i just i am so ready if this sentence now it's like come on guys i want to know if this is and meredith said maybe it's because of the sentencing and i mean the andy tweeted and asked for questions for the reunion so the salt lake reunion is filming sometime soon um film, uh, i don't know good question we've only got like two weeks till christmas so not sure okay but I personally, I try not to like take favorites and everything. I just, I don't understand why people like Jen Shot. It's just, she rubs to me and I never, like, I don't hate her. I don't really wish her harm. She just, I mean, even before this scandal, she always rubbed me. Like, believe it or not, I, I'm not a loud mouth type person. I'm not, believe it or not. I like, I'm just I know, very- you're a long time New Yorker. I'm like, and I'm on the air here and I took, I just, I like very calm. I like a very calm life. I, I, I don't tend to like people that go from zero to a hundred on a personal level in my personal life. I don't. And so she was never my personal type of person. So I don't really understand all these people. Everyone says she's likable. Maybe I'm missing something. You know who is like, I like to, okay. Yeah. Let's move on. No, no, no. But, I was going to say, no, come I'll on. See- Final thing, I really liked her before this. And, but now that she's a criminal that preyed on people that had very little money. And then if they did, if she was able to weasel out a thousand dollars of them, she resold their, inf- I, I think she's a fucking scumbag. Like, and I, I don't know how people are not on trolling the shit out of her on her Instagram. It's just, it's mind blowing to me. And yet Erica is like in ruins. It's the weirdest thing. Imagine, imagine if your mom over there in Maine got a call and didn't check in with you and, and, and was scammed, you know, like you would just, this is mothers. It's not okay. And Sarah, because you and I are popular amongst the 20 somethings, it's people's grandmothers too. There you go. (laughs) Um, Do you know who also doesn't really give a shit about anything in life? Oh, we are, we are just living in Kathy Hilton's world. We are just living in it i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with kathy kathy is the poor marishka haggerty i mean how many years has marishka haggerty worked in this goddamn bit i mean she's spent every fucking morning getting up at four being away from her families to be on goddamn law and order to solve another crime here she is accepting what at the people's choice Awards, some lifetime of lifetime achievements 18 lifetime achievements awards kathy whips out her valentino purse and starts putting on her lipstick it was 
Classic Kathy. And Kathy, I couldn't even tell you anything Marishka Haggerty said. I don't care. That's terrible. I mean, and what is going through Erica's mind and the other girls that are standing there with her? I think it was Dorit, Crystal, and Erica. They're probably just like, holy shit. First of all, I ran into um, Marishka at Barney's one day, and she is dry, and she's what the hell is his name? She dated the guy from Younger, that Darren Star show, Younger with Sutton Foster and Hillary Duff. Why is his name? He's gorgeous. Like they're like, right. they're in love. Um, they're like New Yorkers. I ran into her and she was just drop dead gorgeous. Um, there's a Barney story, Marishka. Okay, we're over it. Um, I, I don't know. And first of all, Kathy, I mean, did you see and Lisa Rinna did a video going around the table and Lisa Rinna's like talked into her own phone and she's like, this is so fucking awkward and I fucking love it. Oh, Rinna, they're a class act. Do you, I mean, I mean, do you really think even in Kathy's mind that Kathy remembers a fight from four months ago or five months ago? To me, Kathy seems like she literally probably showed up and was like, hi, Lisa. How's Harry? How's Delilah? Okay. Yes. Great. Oh my God. What are you doing for the, the the holiday season? I have all of my Baccarat or whatever. The, what's that like insane, like candlesticks that she brings out that are like $900. My Baccarat is all out. I mean, does Kathy even, I don't even think Kathy cares about six months ago. Do you? No. And I mean, and if she does like, then good for her. Like, look, she's trying to say like, yeah, look, I think Rena and Erica will probably be around longer than her. But Kathy ain't scared. She's just, just by being there and sitting there, she is sending, look, you, you, they, they invited the Beverly Hills cast was, was nominated for, you know, people's choice of best reality TV show. And that didn't necessarily need to include a friend of Sheree Zampino was there. Of course they invited Kathy. You could say, Kathy would say, well, I had, you know, I, I went to the reunion, the door is closed. I want to come back. She didn't have to go. You don't have to show up to the people's choice just because you're invited. Kathy, but... I've said it every time on this podcast. Kathy loves fame. Period. Kathy loves fame. I think she loves it. I think she loves it. And by the way, because she has done so many, even at the reunion, she loves that Valentino. She must have that in every color, that purse. And, and I love it. It's not, I'm not going to go get one. But I mean, don't tempt me. It's not like it's too feminine for me. But I would, I just, she, for, by showing up, it's just, I, to me, it sends a, me and then Kyle is making a face when Rena's on her and like Erica, like throws her hands up. Like I, they all couldn't believe Kathy was just, she was sitting, but no, I wonder, is, do you have an actual name tag at the people's choice awards? Or is it like, this is the Beverly Hills table. And now it's like game of Thrones and everyone pick your, but I mean, did some mastermind say we're going to fuck with these people and sit, she's sitting in between Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane. I mean, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Because couldn't she easily have, sh have changed seats with Erica? I'm sure. I mean, it's very strange. It's a very, I mean, couldn't they, they would have showed up early and switched her name tag. It doesn't sound like Rena even spoke to her. It was like, I'm like, this woman doesn't care. And like, I, I like that to me, it sends a message of like, I'm not afraid of you. The biggest bully in Hollywood. I'm going to sit right here. But I agree. It's either strategic and like I'm sending a message or does she doesn't even it doesn't even go through her mind. It's not even like it doesn't even go through her mind. Um, I loved it. They all looked fabulous. Kathy looked fabulous. I thought Erica looked great, too. Erica looked um, like she's like losing weight. Like she looked like she's just like or maybe like less bloated, like maybe less drinking. Really? She great. Kyle, to me, did Kyle get another nose job? Kyle looked so different to me. I loved Erica's dress. It kind of has like the outline of like mm -hmm. a little bit of boobs and ass. And I, I thought Erica looked great. I thought Kathy looked, I, believe it or not, I thought Crystal looked great. Kathy looked great. I thought a lot of them looked really good. Me too. I, I, to, I did I need too. to see the other looks, but I was and pretty. Very interesting. I mean, Crystal was there. So I don't know if that, um, I don't know if that symbolizes anything because okay. it's like, I think it symbolizes that hey, this ain't going to be announced in January. I still stand by that. That's just my opinion. Kyle, so there's, that's okay. I don't love it. Me neither. Kind of plain. It's kind of plain. Um, So that's what I love the best. I love that. Um, 
I thought there was another Beverly Hills story I wanted to talk about, but now I can't really, I guess those two just kind of lumped together that she sat between her and put on her lipstick and didn't really care. Oh my God. It was classic. Um, yeah, I don't recall anything else going on. What else was going on? I know what you want to talk about. What? You want to talk about Jersey. I do. I, you know, there's, there's been- a lot. There's a lot this time. There's a lot brewing. There's a lot brewing. Um, um yes. Yeah. No. Where do you want to? I mean, well, there's so well, many things. First of all, I absolutely love Teresa Judice on Watch What Happens Live. And they go, where does, where does President Biden live? I don't know. Where does, pre- but President Biden, where does the president live? Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it's just like, she's the best. She's, you guys, classic television, classic TV. And then you want me to tell you why I think Teresa's more authentic than Melissa? I mean, this this this, ain't, so this ain't an act, sweetheart. This ain't <laughs> an act. This ain't like I'm I'm Lucy, you know, Lucy Ricardo from I I I love Lucy. Like this is my act. No, this is this is Teresa. So now I don't understand. Does she think Donald Trump is still president? Does she think because Donald Trump lives at Mar-a-Lago, like everyone that lives around there? Like, I don't. I, I, I and don't I mean, do I, not I, know the president lives in the White House. Do not know the president lives in Washington. Like, there's so many things we can analyze here. Or is it that you truly think Donald Trump is like, you know, where Donald Trump lives and you think he's still the president? I don't know what she thinks. So good. But Andy's face was priceless. Priceless. It was just, it was such a great TV. And I, I didn't watch the rest of what, which what happened. So I don't know what was like said after or before or anything, but it was just a really good clip. I she took her. the high road with Joe. You know, she said, look, it's my brother. I wish him, <laughs> you know, I mean, she's done. She is done. I truly will. I've said this before. I feel in my heart of heart that Kathy and Kyle will reconcile and I don't think Teresa and Melissa and Joe will. I, I really okay. think it's over. Just well, from knowing that dynamic more from living here. Obviously, everyone needs to subscribe to your Patreon with Kim D, which is epic. Like, people love it. I'm curious, what has Kim D said? Because I, the more that comes out, see, like, I didn't realize all the backstory. And I guess it's never been said because Teresa says that she really withheld a lot of information about Melissa and Joe for the sake of her parents. But she claims that Joe like went through women, you know, like water before Melissa and was always like in love breaking up. I don't know if he was engaged multiple times. Double check my work. I'm not sure. I thought I read that. But then she says it was a very short courtship with Melissa. Like they, they dated, they were engaged two months later, then they got married I didn't even realize this. I mean, she really says like Melissa, they were besties. And then the moment they got married, that was it. Like Melissa cut her off years ago. Like they really didn't speak. This is again, Teresa's side. That is what she says. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know. The more that comes out, it's just, you know, and then of course we hear financial ruin that Joe Gorga basically, I think, mortgage to the point of almost losing the parent's house to continue his construction company, which it's sort of beginning to sound like, Maybe that wasn't that successful. And I know, you know, construction's a hard biz. Like it, it can be, it's like feast or famine. So I don't know. I just, um, I don't, it's very, I didn't know all this, I guess is what I'm saying. I mean, and I guess I've, listen, Kim has been saying on air. I mean, people get so confused when Kim talks because they're like, wait, you were team, you hated Teresa. Now you're team Teresa. Kim is team nobody. Neither am I. Kim doesn't exactly like either of them. It's just each situation is separate, you know? So, but, you know, Kim has been saying for years, and she's been right, that even when they were made up on the TV, she's like, they hate each other. I mean, they do. They never hung out. So it's not really like this is a strange situation to Kim or me. It's like that middle part after they were on their knees and rumbling and Juicy Joe and Joe Gorgon, his hair black dye got all over everyone. And, you know, they were on the knees saying, please, I beg you for peace. That was the bottom line. And then they made up because, I mean, Kim's like Teresa had no one to film with. So Teresa needed to use Melissa and Joe to film with. And now, I mean, she doesn't need anybody because she has Louis. She feels she's feeling herself. You know, and he's telling her, you don't need anyone. And I'm not saying none of this is true. I'm just saying, so Kim is just like 
But I've been saying on your Patreon and, and all this for three years, they hate each other. So Kim is more like, now we're finally going to watch a show that's like season one of all these reality shows that's real because these people are done and they truly hate each other. And it's not even this season because all this doesn't okay. even start till the end of the season. But Kim is just like, I mean, I've been saying this for years. They don't like each other. They have nothing to do with each other. Why hasn't anyone listened? Uh, we, because it, I, I mean, I get what Kim's saying, but it always has to come from the source. You know, yes. it's always going to come like it means something different when it's coming from Teresa. And, you know, OK, have Melissa and Joe said much yet? I mean, they they sort of keep alluding to the fact you're going to see it um, coming out. And I, and I do guess Melissa and Joe have kind of referred to that. Obviously, they didn't go to the wedding. There was, you know, there was something major that happened, which are, we all know is like the cheating allegations against Melissa. So do you guys know that the holidays are the busiest and most stressful time of the year? Well, this year, I'm calm and cool and collected thanks to Talkspace. Talkspace offers both therapy and psychiatry right from the comfort of my phone. I can reach out to my provider anytime, anywhere. And let's face it, there's a lot of family involved during the holiday season. Well, listen, talk with Talkspace, I'm able to talk out all of my family issues. There's no more need to commute to appointments and miss time at work and line up and wait. It's right from the comfort of your own home or phone from wherever you are. It's mental health care made easy. You just easily sign up online and you get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you. And you don't have to wait for that. That usually happens within 48 hours. As a listener behind the velvet rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet to get a hundred dollars off your first month that's right talkspace.com slash velvet tis the season we are in the thick of it guys are you guys having fun this holiday season well i am because everyone's getting a gift from lululemon i mean lululemon's really the only brand that i wear their abc slim fit pant for men oh my god it's not just that they're so comfortable and they move so freely they're so versatile you can wear them to work out you can wear them to like a fancy event a business meeting and you know what all the women in my life are getting lululemon all these housewives that we talk about all day. You guys know I'm friends with a lot of them. They're all getting Lululemon. Now, listen, I'm not going to get them workout pants or, or anything like that because I can't be guessing everyone's size. I can make a lot of faux pas that way, right? But Lululemon has so many great accessories. So all these housewives, I'm going to choose between the women's socks, yoga mats, water bottles, scarves, keychains, gloves, mittens, hair accessories, bags, belt bags. Should I keep going? It's a one-stop shop for your holiday shopping, lululemon.com. So for everyone in your life this holiday season, just go to lululemon.com. You'll be shocked at how much variety there is. And they have great deals, too. Enjoy. Have a great holiday. Lululemon.com. Yeah, I, I just, mean, I'm kind of I'm shocked. I didn't realize it was as severed because I don't know. I think it's amazing that they faked it, really, quite honestly, for so long. It's really severed. And look, maybe Mauricio and, you know, Farah and Alexia, maybe people in the Beverly Hills camp are saying the same thing about Kathy and Kyle. And it's just because I know this situation so much closer. But, you know, I don't feel that. I feel Kathy and Kyle will reconcile. It might take a long time. I mean, they haven't spoken since BravoCon or since, you know, whatever. Um, the reunion and all that, but I know I I I really think this is over. It really is coming from the source. I mean, I think Melissa and Joe take a higher road, a not higher road, but they're just. I think they're saying less on it, but they're not speaking to her. And I don't know. Look, I mean, I don't. Kim and I think this is it for Melissa and Joe. This could be their last season. I I kind of don't. I, I, I I'm not get one more, but I do. Coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's coming to an end. I don't look, you know, Kathy and Rosie and, and, and everyone that has gone against Teresa has nothing to, how do you film? I'm not, I mean, it, it's her show. I mean, this is what Bravo has done. It's no one else's show in any other franchise. And it's, it's a, I just don't see how you can do it. I mean, are we going to have Melissa filming with Margaret and friend of Jackie and, you know, Rachel Fuda, who's coming and, you know, Dolores is, I mean, I don't understand if we're never going to have a, an all cast thing. There's how is a cast trip going to work? I mean, Bravo doesn't do well with ultimatums. I just, what is Melissa and Joe's story? They were asked that. 
They are asked that, and I'm not shading them. I'm not. I am open to it. Let them stay. Show me the story. Are you going to talk about the lawsuits? I mean, they were just sued for $30,000 for not paying contractors. Kim on this goes off. She has so many receipts from 20 years and this one and that one. And Kim's in a retirement home with her mother. And this one comes up and says, you know, that Gorga. I mean, Kim has real life receipts. They're like, this, wait, is how our, this is how our Patriot is. It's real. I mean, Kim knows these people. People come up to her in like a nursing home and this and that. And so, but I mean... Are, this is now public about this latest lawsuit. I'm not talking about all the ones that are off the record, but like, are they going to now talk about this? Like, let's say they get another season. Are we going to talk about, it? I mean, they have the new house. I guess that's a storyline, but like, where do we go from here with Melissa and Joe? I think they're a huge Hard. part of the show. I just think, look, again, I go back to Vicki Gumbelson is fired. Like, I think New Jersey needs a shakeup. It's coming. And it's, I just think, I think by the end of this season that we're about to see that the editing and the way that they're going to do it, they're going to make Danielle Cabral and Rachel Fuda, the two newbies that are 31, 31, that's diapers. She might as well put her diapers on. And 34, I think they're going to edit it. So they're a huge part of of the drama and story. And it's just going to feel like a different show. And that's, I mean, especially Cabral, I've heard that she brings it. And I just think... You know, I, I don't think it's so shocking that Joe and Melissa may not have a job at some point. I don't, I'm not team Teresa. I don't wish any harm. I'm just, that's my looking at it like a producer. Where do we go from here? I think a lot of other people's time might be coming to an end too, personally, but I don't need to get into that here today. Ooh, juicy scope here. We're getting a lot of details. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I... I think it's, I think it all depends because we know they don't make casting decisions till the season ends and nobody knows until like four weeks before they film. Nobody knows. I think they're not even thinking about it, meaning Bravo. I think they're going to wait and see how this plays out. Is there a lot of unanswered questions at the end of this season? I tend to think the way this season is being set up, it's going to be very explosive. So I think they'll get one additional season, but, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna watch, and I'm gonna watch because you know I opened my big fucking trap all season about Beverly Hills. This one's going, and that was shut the fuck, David. Shut the fuck up. Can't we just live in the moment? To your point, can't we just live in? Shut up, David. Get the fuck over yourself. I mean, I had Crystal going week. I had Dorit going week one. I had, I mean. Now here we are. So I, I agree with you. You know, I'm going to check myself at the door, Sarah. Like they, they, they don't just, I think they have some idea, but I do think, yeah, they got to see it play out in the reunion and just, I'm going to live in the moment on this one, this time with Jersey. Me too. I, I think it's going to be a really good season. I'm really excited about it. Cause I, I do think we're finally going to get like the real truth, truth. Um, Wanted to ask you, what did you think of Jackie Goldsnyder going after Bethany? And skinny girl. And then Bethany, Bethany does, Bethany's good and has receipts. And Bethany's rep basically saying, interesting, Jackie's reached out to Bethany numerous times over the years and never uh, made any, uh, said anything about having an issue with skinny girl or wanting to say anything about it. Fascinating. And I'm just like, God, that makes Jackie look like such a fucking idiot. Did they produce like, I mean, I'm not, listen, first of all, Bethany's PR is Jill Fritzo, Okay. Jill Fritzo used to represent the one, the only, Lisa Rinna. I remember we talked about this. You know how Rinna, remember how Rinna's PR, just Rinna and Erica's PR, quote unquote, parted ways. They parted ways. And I've said it before. I think that means Kathy Hilton and Paris and Nikki. Jill Fritzo is with Paris Hilton. I believe that Paris and Kathy, or one of the two, said it's you fire Paris Hilton, me, or you fire Lisa Rinna. And I believe Lisa Rinna got fired from Jill. That's my opinion. And I believe Erica got fired from Jack, who represents Nikki. That is my opinion. I know these people. Remember I deal with PR all day? Anyway, it's not about you, David. Um, Jill <laughs> Fritzo is no joke. So if this statement is coming from Jill Fritzo, Bethany's PR, like I'm, sh- I mean, I would love it if they had receipts. Yeah, that, that does make Jackie look a little like what she reached out like, oh, Bethany your brand is so aspirational. Like that's what they're saying. Like she reached out like, <clears throat> yeah, for business advice. And then, um, hold on. Wow. I'll go to the New York post article. I didn't even see that one. 
Um, I'll bring up the post article about it. And um, that's, that's, yeah, Bethany does it. Uh, listen, what do I think? I mean, how can I say this? I believe Miss Goldschneider was, you know, listen, we've all been there. I think she had, was a little bit under the influence, if you know what I mean. I think she had, you know, maybe the third vodka she didn't need. She seems a little loopy to me. It was out at night. I've been out with these girls before. Melissa. Melissa likes her drinks. Jackie likes her drinks. Uh, listen, Jackie ain't no drunk. She ain't no Sonia Morgan. But she just seemed to me like Jackie was, and I'm not saying that's an excuse. She just seemed like Jackie was feeling good. And as soon as she said it, I was like, it was a pretty strong statement, girl. Like, do you really want to take on the B? Well, <clears throat> she does say to clarify, Bethany has skinny girl, and I've got a very strong opinion on this. Be one, because I say fuck marketing skinny. That's what Jackie says. True. Um, I'm sick of fucking marketing skinny. I don't want to drink something because it's going to keep me skinny. So fuck you, Bethany. Fuck your skinny brand. That's how I really feel. Jill Fritzo. Exclusive. Ah, I knew it was Jill. Bethany has personal experience with this topic and speaks about it in detail in her book, Naturally Thin and Business is Personal. Jackie's reached out to Bethany and corresponded several times. So it's interesting that she didn't reach out there. She is very engaged and connected to her audience. Bethany wishes Jackie well on her personal and business journey. Goldschneider previously revealed, of course, her battles with anorexia, which were well documented on season 12. Um, I and, knew. See, I mean, how did I know? It was there Jill, you go. Jill, let me to let me tell no. you something when i tell you that i'm afraid of chris jenner you add jill. jill add jill to the list jill <laughs> is no fucking joke jill is a pr i mean shark and i mean that as such a compliment she is good she is the t's are crossed and the i's are dotted so yeah that's a good response that's a so good anyway response. she uh, you know <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, what are you going to say? For Jackie, it's very personal. I understand. Skinny girl, that brand. I mean, I don't know. I, I Bethany, I also read somewhere. I thought it was, I don't know where it was, but Bethany was like, you know, skinny is used as like, a, as a nomenclature and it's for every like every body size. And I meant like, you know, I meant it in a fun, playful way, like skinny yes. girl. Yeah. And she says that um, skinny girl, you know, um, yeah, is meant for like whatever you want it to be. And, um, you know, I don't know. Right. They they have. Let me tell you something. It, so. People are so offended by every little thing and every fucking you, you and I are not that way. People are very offended by some things you said about Lizzie Savetsky. I got a lot of DMs. Oh, really? What? Where? You know what, Sarah? I, I honestly don't even know, but I am shameful as a Jewish man. I love being a Jew as a Jewish guy and I have a platform and I should have told you. I, I, I honestly don't even know specifically what they were referring to. Um, Listen, honey, I'm not picking on you. They're, they're, they're again, I'm, I'm oh, I, I just love I, to hear what people say. They come after me when I say Nini's lawsuit was bullshit, bullfuck. Um, so people are still going, by the way, Nini says. Still going. That yes. is what she says, girl. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't feel the so I mean, I don't get I mean what we're gonna start picking apart every single word now. Look, I love Jackie. I'm not sure that she I didn't feel that she meant that. I felt like she was drinking a little too much. I, look, skinny girl ain't going away. We're not having a rebranding. You know, Bethany's not having a rebranding or anything like that. It's skinny girl. It is what it is. It doesn't offend me. Um, I know. You know, we're at a different time now. You know, I mean, it's about all of different body sizes and shapes and the whole and But I yeah, mean, it's great. Not, it's but the word skinny doesn't reflect me as I sit here and say that, you know, I, but do you, but do I'm, you I'm injecting myself. Do you buy the skinny girl brand? Well, I bought skinny girl jeans when I had to go meet Bethany at Macy's and you needed to buy a pair to enter. Oh yeah. Well, then I bought a pair. Now listen, Sarah, let's, shh, 
Let's keep it between us. So you had to buy the jeans to enter. I think they were like $100. And I never do this. You, you get your picture with that. This is like years ago. The whole cast was there. This was back when Barbara Cavett was on that season. Luann was there, Sonia. Um, I think it was the season Barbara Cavett was the friend of. And then, like a day later, I'm like, it said, you know, like it stamped it. Like these jeans were bought as part of it, like as part of a whatever, like as part of an like, event. You cannot return them. Because ah! like- but guess what? I was like, well, I could just go to a different fucking Macy's and say I don't have the receipt. The charges on my credit card, the Macy's. T-. So I went to a different Macy's and I said, here's the American Express. Pull it up. And here's the Macy's tag. And they're like, oh, of course, we'll take these back. I was like, thank you. Sorry, Bethany. I, listen, I don't need skinny girl jeans. That's just my thing. But I needed to say hi to Bethany. There you go. I love it. The truth is so good. I mean, I I, I, I tell the truth. I tried the skinny girl like margarita. I think she had like the margarita pre-made or something. I don't know. I didn't like it. It tasted like aspartame to me. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm I've into- never, I've never tried any of the products. I mean, if she did like a skinny guy's jean, maybe. And like, oh, listen, trust me. I'm not above wearing women's jeans. Trust me. It's just, right. these didn't fit. And I'm like, I'm not, even, even when I went to get them, I didn't try them on. I'm like, just pick any fucking pair so I can get entry so I can, you know, say, say, say hi to but the B. Millions of people did buy it. So, uh, and Bethany has her love. I, I mean, I'm a team bet. Bethany's amazing at business. She's great. Amazing. So, amazing. So it works. It works. And like, I think they say in the article, the audience doesn't care. You know, <clears throat> the general consumer does not care about the skinny girl name. And it's true. It's been around now for what, over a decade? Over a decade. I mean, she's done very well. So people don't give a fuck. I think I always feel like what people say online and then what they do in real life is just totally opposite. So um, if Bethany walked in front of any of these people listening, they would drop to their knees. They wouldn't even ask for oh, the knee pads. Me they, too. Would be, they would be on like a pub. Okay. Yes. Same, same here. Like I'm not turning my nose down at any of these people listening. <laughs> I mean, I- I'm the one that bought the fucking hundred dollar jeans and stood in line to meet to say hi to the baby. Not even me because I've met her so many times. But I have got to I've got to listen to rewives. I have to listen over the holiday. That's what Please. I, I am not going to listen because I don't have time. That's not me being arrogant. Please listen. I know. Please listen oh, and, I know. and talk about it here. Please. I, just, I can't. I just had to watch the whole season of my unorthodox life. Um, which was great. I had it like I have someone interviewing. So like, I mean, you don't have to watch the whole thing, but you get sucked in. Um, what was I going to say? There's a lot of New Jersey. I mean, did you see Margaret also shaded Louis by saying that, you know, um, Jeff Lewis said, you know, what does he do for a living? And Margaret was like, I don't know. And Joe was like, her husband, Joe Benigno was like, he's something with real estate lists or it's like lists. And Jeff Lewis was like, isn't that what Jen Shaw does? It was really funny. But I'm just like these little Things first of all, I don't think Margaret was so innocent. She knew with that answer. She said it with a little sass. It's like, man, has this has this got back to Trey yet? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Teresa, listen, I'm not saying she is warm or fuzzy in any of my meetings with her. I'm yeah. not saying I like her, but she is so major and she's so fucking authentic. Teresa will just go from like being okay with Margaret to like just fucking flying off the hip. Teresa is authentic when she flies off the fucking handle and snaps and her head spins around and she sees red. It is authentic. And I, I love that. I got to tell you, I mean, I hear me. I'm excited to meet Teresa because, you know, I've told you about this. My former podcast co-host, Andrea Lopez Comedy, she's amazing. You should follow her on Instagram. She's an incredible impressionist. One of her big impressions is Teresa Judice. Teresa, Louis, the one at BravoCon that was like, oh, my God, I've seen you do impressions of Teresa. Um, We have to meet. And Andrea is hosting her upcoming live podcast show in New Jersey. She has said that Teresa and her team are amazing and kind, and Louis is like unbelievable. And to me, I think now whatever Louis did prior, I have no idea either. Louis's new job is being a reality show star, and the thing about it is, is Louis, doesn't Louis have like three kids or four kids too? I mean, if those kids want to be on TV, plus Teresa's kids being on TV, I mean, you now have a Kardashian show without a lot of other people. Two, if they're, if they're two sons. No, listen, there is something like if you met, there's something warm about Teresa. I, unfortunately, I'm no longer of the anonymous 
statue. So I can't, now if I saw Louie, I could probably go up to him and he wouldn't know who I am. I could probably have a moment and maybe get a picture and maybe get some, (laughs) but if I went up to Teresa at this point, I, I, I wouldn't, I think she would tell me to go fuck myself. Okay, well. I mean, do you guys listen to Patreon every Saturday with Kim D? <laughs> I mean, whether I'm, whether whether the words are coming out of my mouth or not, it doesn't matter if I sit there and smile. It's like, I am just tied to Kim and they know it. I mean, people listen. People listen to us. So again, all the housewives out there, you don't have to listen to me and Sarah. We're okay with that, but you do. And it doesn't make life any easier. So, um, but you would probably, you know, have a moment. And Margaret also said that she left Teresa's wedding early because of her allegiance to Melissa. Kim on Patreon just went off on Margaret about why that, she thinks that's BS. All right. Kim doesn't care, really. She just takes it week by week and gives her opinion on these things. It's Um, working. Okay. That's that. Listen, I love you dearly. It's been a great show. Yesterday, I don't know. Our show yesterday, I love, I was just like, God. I mean, I I gave myself like a C. I'm like, I just, I don't know. I was too whiny. So today. Oh, really? All right. All right. I got to go listen. I got to go listen. Not you. Today, today we're back. We're back. We're going to do, we're going to do another show soon. Keep in touch, Sarah. Bye, gorgeous. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.